Good morning. Welcome again to Golden Triangle Church on the Rock and 30 Steps to Success in Life. I want to thank you for joining with us this morning. All over the world today, people are logging on, they're tuning in, they're watching, and perhaps you are ready for that next step right now. We're going to get to that in just a moment, but until, um, until we begin pursuing the plan that God has put together in our life to accomplish the purpose that he wants. You know, we're just kind of muddling around. You might be ready for your next step for 5, 10, 15, or 20 years before you take that next step. And it's my job to encourage you to go for it. In fact, in 1982, it was in July, on July the 4th specifically, 1982, I had been praying and fasting for a few days, separated myself to hear from God, to, to, to just get him to help me be a better preacher, be a better pastor, be a better friend, a better father. And I was seeking God. I just wanted to be more like Jesus. And as I was seeking the Lord, I had a real dynamic experience with God that left me with what I felt like was a real call upon my life. And as a result of that, I came away from that dynamic experience with God after having fasted for several days. And God, I believe, inspired me and spoke to me and said this. He said, I have blessed my people. I want you to go and teach them how to walk in those blessings. And I took that as a call from God. In fact, twice more over the next three or four years, I heard that same word in my spirit. I have blessed my people. You go and you teach them how to walk in it. And so this is a part of the fulfillment of the call of God on my life that now is, you know, uh, that, that's over two decades ago that I specifically heard that call of God on my life. And so today I want you to know that I believe I'm called and I trust that I'm anointed. I've spent my time with God. I've spent my time in the word. I've studied and I've, I've, I've researched this. And I believe today that if you will listen and let this word get down in your heart, if you can add this element of success to your life today, it will cause you to, to take a greater step to move yourself along the path of success. You know, these 30 steps to success in life, they are not designed to make you successful in 30 days. You know, I'm, 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 I'm sorry if you thought that or perhaps if I didn't explain it. I think I've said it a couple of times. I don't know if, whether you've caught it or not. But these 30 steps are not designed to make you successful in 30 days. They are designed to be placed into your life so that you, by instinct, developing these steps by a first action response, will know how to, to take the next step every time that you encounter an opportunity. You'll know how to act, react, how to behave yourself so that you can be that candidate moving yourself along the path of success in whatever area, whether it's family or friends, uh, whether it's finances, whatever area it may be in. We have taken the life of Joseph and we've divided Joseph's life. He went from the place of just being an obscure a very common individual, a, a, a lesser among his brothers, all the way to the place where he's, his, his dream was fulfilled. Why? Because he began to imagine. God gave him an inspired imagination. He caught hold of it. He pondered it. He wondered what it could be like. He began to declare it. He had a dream. He got a purpose. He developed a plan, and he began his pursuit and as he began that pursuit, one of the things that became very dynamic in his life was relationship. And we talked that about, about that yesterday, how important relationship is. You see, you need to develop relationships. And I hope yesterday you worked on some relationships, some old ones and some new ones, and that every day you're open to the relationship that God's going to give you. Why? Because it is by relationship 
that God promotes people. Most often, it is through another individual. You see, you get to show what you know only after who you know has given you a chance to show what you know. And that's the way it works. Whether it was Potiphar purchasing uh, Joseph off of the slave auction block, or whether it was, uh, you know, the jailer recognizing uh, Joseph. Joseph had evidently developed some relationships even in his difficult days. It was by relationship. It was by his relationship with, with the butler and the, and, 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 and the cupbearer. It was by relationship. He invested in relationships. And it's by those relationships that God promoted him, even the relationship he had with his brothers, who, by the way, didn't like him. But had it not been for his relationship that he had with his oldest brother, uh, Reuben, he would have been slain that day instead of put into the pit. Relationships make a difference. It can be just one person, but God can be speaking behind the scenes to one person who you have relationship with about your life. So I want to encourage this morning as we look at this next step, at the next step. You remember what the first one was? Dream. Number two, meditate. Number three, declare. Number four, relationship. The fifth step that I'm going to share with you on your way to success. If you can get this down in your heart and in your mind, if you'll just dare to believe it and reach out and get a hold of it, this can change your life, not only in pursuit of success, but in how people treat you the rest of your life. It is the step called presentation. Presentation. You know, you are a commercial for yourself. Do you know that? You walk around every day and you meet people for the first time every day. And the only problem with the first impression is you only get to make it once. And most often that first impression is a lasting impression. And the way people see you initially is often the way they cage you in the category they put you in, in their own heart and their own mind. And in their own heart and their own mind, when it comes time for them to say something good or bad, something positive or negative, something that would be promoting to you or something that could be demoting to you, something that could encourage others about you or discourage others about you, often the only thing they have to say is what they really believe about you, and that is most often gained by a first impression. That's why it's very important that we watch how we present ourselves in a daily environment. Today, we are having people log on to the internet and watch us, some of them for the very first time. In fact, this past Sunday morning, as I preached in our second service this Sunday morning, dear, just, just during during that little segment of time while I was ministering during our second service, 40 new people, brand new people who had never before logged on to our website to watch us preaching, 40 brand new people during that period of time logged in from around the world, perhaps from Afghanistan, maybe from, you know, uh, Uzbekistan, maybe from, uh, you know, uh, India, from Thailand. I, I'm, I'm not sure where they come from. But we, we can get a report where they come from, but, but, but from all over the world, people logged logged in to watch us. One young lady right here in Nederland logged in, and, and she was having difficulty finding, you know, uh, uh, how, how do I get my media player to work? And so she went into our chat room, and thank God we have someone in our chat room that was able to answer the question, but you know who was in the chat room? It was a man in Korea that was in our chat room that is working for us. It happens to be my son. He was watching that morning, but he was also logged into the chat room, and he was able to help her go back into her media player, go back in, and, 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 and able to help her 
put it all together. Do you know there were people, there was a bingo club from Canada and from around the, 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 the nation. They play bingo. They're probably watching this morning. I understand they log in together and watch us all over the world. They play bingo on the internet. Isn't that amazing? You know what we must do then? We must, whether it's me preaching or whether it's in, in, in the chat room or it's somebody calling on the phone, we must make a good first impression. What do you do whenever you turn on the television and somebody is there talking and it's somebody that looks like somebody that you wouldn't want to listen to saying something that you don't want to hear and looking like a way that, my goodness, what happened to them? Did they just get up? You know, why didn't they comb their hair? Why didn't they put on some clothes today that look nice? Those kinds of things, the presentation, not only just what we look like physically on the outside, also our demeanor and our attitude. It's important that we have an attitude. I don't know how many of you are watching the, the, the current debates that are on television, but a whole lot has been said, more has been said uh, about how the demeanor of the candidates are uh, than, than actually the content of their message. Why? Because people like to be attracted to someone who appears to have confidence, someone who presents themselves well, and it's no different in your life. You are on the stage of your life. You are in the spotlight so much of your life. It could be a one-on-one -on -one spotlight. It could be the spotlight when you're standing in front of the person that's checking you out at Walmart. You're in the spotlight. Their eyes are on you. You are that person that they are engaged in a conversation with. And a first impression can be a lasting impression. It can begin a lasting lifetime relationship. In Genesis, the 39th chapter, in verse 2, the Bible says, And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. Wow. How did he become a prosperous man? Well, why was it that the Ishmaelites were willing to pay for Joseph? You know, they paid good money to have him pulled up out of that pit and put them on the camels and took him somewhere to sell him. They took him into Egypt as a commodity to sell. What made Joseph appear to be a good bargain? Joseph made Joseph appear to be a good bargain. Evidently, there was something about this young man, even in his darkest moments, even as he's standing on the auction block there in Egypt and Potiphar was bidding on him, what made Joseph the kind of man that Potiphar wanted to get to make him the head and the chief steward of his house? He gave Joseph everything under his hand with the exception of his wife. Why? Because evidently, Joseph was presenting himself as somebody who was who was, uh, you know, uh, the, the man for the moment, who was capable, who was able. Perhaps he had confidence. That's why his brothers didn't like him. He exuded confidence, which his brothers read as cockiness. His brothers read as arrogance. His brothers read as though that he thought he was better than him. But you're often without honor in your own country. You're often without honor in, in the midst of the people that you grow up around. But when you step into other arenas of life, it may not be read as arrogance. It may not be read as cockiness. It's often read as confidence that a person knows what they're talking about. They know what they're doing. And here Joseph evidently knew what he was. Why did the jailer choose Joseph to be the, the, the chief of all the uh, trustees? He gave him the keys to his own prison. He gave him the keys to his own cells. Why? Because evidently Joseph knew how to present himself. Evidently Joseph put himself out there because even in his darkest moments, Joseph knew where he was going. You see, you are writing the story right now that others will one day tell about you. What will they say about you? What made Joseph a good buy on the auction block? I believe it was because Joseph 
presented himself well. He was always conscious, especially when things aren't going well, conscious of how important it was to appear to have it together. And indeed he did. Why? Because he knew the purpose of God. He knew the plan of God, and he was in pursuit of that purpose, working the plan, letting God move the people around, letting God be God, giving God time and space to work, developing the relationships that God would later use to bring him a step farther into his plan and presenting himself instead of saying, you know, I need to talk to somebody. I've been unfairly sold here. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And sitting over in the corner of his cell going, oh, you know, uh, uh, you know, tying some sheets together and chunking them over, you know, the rafter so he could hang himself at nighttime because, oh, you know, my, my mama, my daddy, where are they? Oh, my brothers hate me. Oh, that's enough. Get up, wash your face, straighten yourself up, you know, put on the best you got and go out and attack life. If God is going to promote you, and indeed he wants to, you need desperately to give him something to work with. Amen? You need to present yourself right. You see, what we saw was this set jaw of Joseph because he had a dream. Someone that is actually caught what God wants to do in their life has no problems getting up and shaking themselves and saying, you know, I am somebody going somewhere. I'm not a dead-end person. Yeah, bad things may have happened to me, but it's not because I have no hope. It's not because I have no future. This is a process. It's not a problem. It's positioning. It's not punishment. I am marching forward. I am going to go ahead and make my presentation just exactly as though I was all that God said I'm going to be. And when people, you feel like people are talking about you behind the scenes, why? Because you're in jail. People are talking about you behind the scenes. Why? Because your family doesn't like you. People are talking about you behind the scenes. Why? Because you've been accused of something. You know, he was accused of, of sexual molestation. He was accused of sexual harassment. And when sometimes when people are falsely accused of that, they just go down into a deep, dark hole. They feel like killing. They, they, they think there is no future. That's not true. Joseph outlasted all of those accusations. And I believe he did because he lifted his head. He held his head up high and he marched straight forward into the dream that God had given him, knowing that if he did not turn to the right hand or the left, no other man could determine his destiny. He was the one. He gave God something to work with. You see, it's not what you're going through in life that determines whether you do well or don't do well, but it's how you go through it. Be promotable. Make sure that the first impression that you give people, if it lasts them a lifetime, It'll serve you well. Give God something to work with. The Bible tells us all throughout the word of God that this world is different than the kingdom. And it is not just what you know, but who you know. You get to heaven not by what you know, but who you know. But it is so important that the people that God puts you in contact with feel like you and accomplish the job. Exude that confidence. Work on your presentation. Let's read our Overcomer's Confession this morning together. And I trust that many of you have downloaded this confession off the internet. It's there for you. And let's declare it. Make this a part of your declaration. You ready? Let's go read it together. Through Jesus my Lord, I am more than a conqueror. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God. 
My spiritual eyes are being opened so that I can understand my calling, the riches of my inheritance, and the kingdom power available to me. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. No unclean or impure thought can captivate my mind. No sickness or disease has a right to my body. No unholy spirits can seduce or deceive me. The Word of God is my meditation and my answer. I commit myself to God. He causes my thoughts to become agreeable with His thoughts. Because of this, everything I put my hand to will prosper. God has a plan for my life. He will succeed, and I am going to participate. Participate with God today. How can you do that? I want you to consider your presence and your presentation. Just consider through this day. As you continue to carry this overcomer's confession with you, put it up in your pickup, put it up in your car, put it up on the mirror at your house, put it up on your refrigerator, put it at your desk at your office or, or in your notebook at school and continue day after day to rehearse this. All that this overcomer's confession is, is just the word of God. I have written this word of God in a confession form. It is just repeats and rehearses the word of God to your spirit over and over and over. And the Bible says in Romans that faith comes by hearing the word of God. Faith will come as you hear yourself declare the word of God. And as you declare that word of God over your life, it will continue to build a faith momentum in your life. You see, success is not just a matter of luck like most failures say success is not just being in the right time at the right place because you'll probably be standing at that place at that time with a lot of people but success comes to a person whom God can promote who not only is called but is prepared for the promotion many are called but only a few are chosen most of the time those that are chosen are those that are best prepared those who by nature who by instinct respond Bond to difficult situations to test the trials and they happen to impress someone else or they happen to have the right answer or the right attitude at the right moment and God uses that to promote people give God something to work with give him something that he can offer to the others in your life relationship presentation a confidence a presence so that when God comes to the place that he wants to promote you you will be promotable not only in his eyes but also in the eyes of those whom God has chosen to use to promote you you see if you'll consider your presence in your presentation and realize how valuable it is it can get you better car deals it can get you better treatment in grocery stores it can it can cause you to come into such favor when you learn how to present yourself I can't tell you the things that I have done to test this theory one of which almost almost every time I go to the movie theater I walk in without giving them my ticket why I'm testing this theory out I don't look like the kind of man evidently that they want to stop or that they think would steal something that's just one of my little things I do. Don't, I'm, I'm not suggesting you try it, and I do buy a ticket every time. But it's just one of these things I continue to reinforce on the inside of me. How you carry yourself and how you act will determine how other people act and react toward you. Whether they, their eyes meet you and they, 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 
They offer you something that they wouldn't offer someone else. Recently, I purchased a car. I got $10,000 off of the list price with the first, that, that was their first comeback. Why? Well, I personally believe it has something to do with the way you present yourself, just personally, okay? with what you carry in life. Not only with the vision, not only with the plan, not only with the pursuit, but also willing to have a relationship willing to invest in someone else's life in a relationship, and then just how you act and react toward life. It makes a difference. And be ready today. Be ready to change your commercial about yourself. Be ready. Be ready today to change how you present yourself. Presentation. I encourage you, dream, plan, pursue with relationship, declaration, and presentation. God bless you.